Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas Eve from Ryan and I. This is uh, Chaboy Colin and Ryan coming at you with something a little bit different, a little bit of a Christmas gift for you. Mm. Um, normally, as you are, can probably tell, this is not how we normally start our episodes by... They're usually much smarter and funnier and just <laughs> and, generally And very awesome. clever. That's right. Um, I asked Ryan if we could start this episode a little bit differently as a small Christmas gift, um, as a follow-up to last week's episode. Um, we had a fan who goes by the name of Dana Cassell. A little shout-out for Dana Cassell. Long-time listener. D-Train. Death. All, all eight ups. Has, has Arguably... Our first listener, she gave us some some beta notes. Mm. She called us betas. I think that's what she said. <laughs> um, she reached out to me and had a follow-up to last week's episode. So if you remember last week's episode, the title, She Might Have Been a Con Artist, is the title of the episode. Ryan tells us about a uh, trip he took to Warsaw and had an interaction, made a friend there, um, which ends up being quite kind of a questionable, weird meeting with this person and is, you know, wondering, is she a con artist? If you haven't listened to Mm -hmm. that episode, I'm going to stop before there's any spoilers and and recommend that you go do that. Here's what Dana texted me, Ryan. Um, Mm. Fans. I've never heard this. Ryan has not heard this. This is the first time he's hearing this. He's, He's with you in the boat with you here. So this is from Dana. Barred to death fan fiction. (laughs) This is how it starts. And the hotel worker is in on the con. No. He's probably her nephew. (laughs) He doubles the price, quote unquote price. 200 bucks. This is all true. Is willing to let a rando hang in the business center and is willing to accept cash from you, Ryan. She comes and she comes back. Uh, for the take after dinner. This is a racket and they do it all the time. (laughs) So she pitched it as fan fiction. Sure. But I actually am wondering if there might be some truth to this, right? Was the concierge, the hotel desk person in on this with the flyer printing? Don't you take Lucas from me. He was my sole ally (laughs) in this story. I actually don't know his name. Have no idea if it's Lucas. Is there any plausibility to this? I at first thought it sounds like a like a short story you would read in a Poe novel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, at first thought, I, I recoil upon letting it marinate for a few seconds. Not the most absurd theory, right? Not the most absurd. I read because it. why doesn't he kick her out? Why doesn't he tell this cr- crazy woman to hey, this is get out of this nice hotel, leave? So, so actually, when I read it, I missed the part about fan fiction, and I just read it. Like I think I just came in halfway through, or it popped up on my phone in a way that I just like you know, and all I saw was like kind of the premise, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. she's right. And then when I went back yeah. and read the whole thing, I was like, oh, <laughs> she's she's making this up. But I just thought it was kind of an interesting theory from a listener about. Which raised the question for me, was this concierge in on it? That's that's really... Um, it's not your hotel. She didn't take you to your hotel. She took you to a random hotel. She doesn't produce a room number. Yeah. There's this uh, movie called Lucky Number Slevin. It's like a, a pretty good movie. I love, okay. I love Slevin. Josh Hartman. Yeah, 
Exactly. And they have this thing called the Kansas City Shuffle, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. basically the art of a con. It's like when you're looking here, I'm over here. Yeah. So whatever you're looking at is not the con. Even if you think it's the con, the mm-hmm. con is is behind you. And that's fascinating that even though I was like admittedly um, kind of skeptical of her, that mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not skeptical of the concierge. And if anyone's going to take my money, it's not her, it's him. That's right? so interesting. She doesn't get my money, he gets it. I think you almost got Kansas City shuffled and their partners. Oh my gosh. Because in my head, it's like, oh, she wants these flyers printed. Why would she want, why, why would she I've, con I've, someone I've, to get flyers? I've been, I've been ragging my brain with why were flyers $200, Ryan? And if she's a con artist, why is she conning me to get pieces of paper for a fake organization? Did you ever see the flyer? I don't think so. Like the print, like the, on, on the computer? Did you ever see no, it? I think it was like a file. Oh, or I don't dude. even know if I even looked at the computer. I was just like sitting I there. I don't think there was a flyer, man. Dude, in six <laughs> years. <laughs> That's never I, crossed it, your mind. It never crossed my mind. If she's lying... Why is the flyer honest? <laughs> like, if, I know. if all this is a ruse, why is she telling the truth about the flyer? I think Dana, I think Dana, she blew my mind with this text. Oh, I, I, this no. is Dana, well done, listener and friend and fan. That's, that's great, man. That blew my mind. I, I, think, I think the guy's in on it. Hardcore Kansas, Kansas City Shuffle. You didn't Dare see I say hardcore. And it was 200, it was an expensive. Or maybe it wasn't two hundred bucks. How much was it? Eighty hundred? I don't remember. I don't know. It was a lot of money, but it just begs the it question. Was, okay, what? it was two hundred pages. You, you yeah, something like two, that. It was two hundred pages printed for like ninety bucks. That's ridiculous. It's a lot of money. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It just begs the question: What is like a con artist woman going to do with these fake flyers? Like printed? I know. I didn't. And I and I also remember thinking how helpful he was. Like yeah, like yeah, I can do that. No problem. You can just pay me cash, and I'll bring you the flyers i'm upset i don't know man i i think you i think she's, i think dana's onto something no i got it okay so earlier at auschwitz when i run into the japan droids drummer <laughs> he he's on it he's, he's in, in on, on it? it oh my gosh oh funny. my gosh i gotta be so stupid in one of their songs they even say the tour director's Ryan, in on it <laughs> you peel away from the We've door get stuck in pitchfork <laughs> Pitchfork is in on it. They give Japan Droids an 8.6, best new music. <laughs> Send them to Poland on a world tour just to find them. It's so obvious. Dana, Dana let us all here. It's all in, it's and national I, treasure. And I didn't have an income at this time, so I'm prime target for stealing from him. <laughs> He's got a lot of money. Oh, listeners, wow. if you if you if you have no idea what we're talking about and you and you didn't he'd take heed of my warning go back and listen to this episode it's really interesting and tell us what you think what's what's the theory here we need to know connect at bar to death.com email us hit us up on twitter instagram facebook DM. whatever dm us is the hotel concierge in on this con or is he not we want your opinion on this i just thought yeah. that was a fascinating idea all right here comes the uh here comes our awesome goofy intro my for girlfriend's you guys. team concierge she's like i'm on his side what <laughs> it turns into an edward jacob situation <laughs> t-shirts are made <laughs> all right here's that intro oh ryan what are you doing no stop is that hayden welcome to tea time my name's chives I'm gonna be guarding you through. Oh, the music stopped. No, I think that music's actually. <laughs> I got an ad for YouTube. 
All right. Wait. I think that's copyright safe because it's Baroque era. It, it sounds like an anxiety attack. I'm Chives. <laughs> this is supposed to be tea time music, and now it's like the climax of the whole opera when he rescues her from the goblin in Italy with the wine <laughs> and the cheese. Unbelievable. Welcome to Bar to Death. <laughs> you didn't even let me do a character. I abandoned it. It was this. No, this didn't work out at all. You're like a dad who like tried to make the, the family trip fun at the beginning, and then eventually is just like everyone get in the car, we're leaving. Thought about going to Italy, ended up just going to Disney. <laughs> we'll go to Epcot. It'll be great. We'll, we'll nice get a funnel cake. It'll be the highlight of my week. <laughs> I actually had one ready to roll. Do you want to know what it was? A funnel cake? No, a what? A character for your scene. Already? That was fast. I didn't Tim- even really Tim- do it. Timothy Tchaikovsky. <laughs> I was ready to roll. That's really good. Okay. Listeners, what you don't know. <laughs> what do you, what? 60 seconds ago, before we started recording <laughs> this podcast, on the last podcast, I had used music for the intro and uh, had a, a gay old time and then... Right before this one, Colin read me the riot act about censorship <laughs> laws and said, all right, that's fine. We'll delete the old one, but no music moving forward. And 60 seconds later, I already had it queued up on my phone. You're going to get us arrested. Put that out. <laughs> this uh, this context is, is money. Sorry for trying to protect the integrity of the podcast. I guess that's my fault. Sorry for trying to make headlines. Oh, come on. With, Hyde, a- with Hayden? <laughs> I want to be talking to Katie Couric, and I have to apologize to the nation. I want, <laughs> I want to be the next bad boy. Oh my gosh! Uh, I don't know why I stretched <laughs> bad out to have seven A's. Yes, that is true. Though I asked him not to use music so that I wouldn't have to edit it out and ruin the intro, and instead he used music and then ruined the intro on his own <laughs> without, without, this, without this me. Is even. Public domain. Okay, it is. It actually. I heard is. it at a TJ Maxx, and so. <laughs> If you hear it there, then it's legal. That's as public as domain can get. Listeners, this is not tea time. I didn't even say a radio station number, but it's not that number either. (laughs) It's internet radio. This is is Bard to Death. Bard to Death is a weekly storytellers podcast where Colin and I, and maybe others in the future, we don't know. Yes, sir. We haven't like... We haven't limited this, um, but for now, just just us, because no one else is asked to do it. You can call me uh, Bradley Cooper, Ryan, because this is limitless. Okay, it's not, <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but I'm also not proud of it. Not not proud of it. <laughs> no, you're. You said it correct the first time. You're not proud of it, and you're not All proud right. of it. This is Bar to Death. Uh, here, where we tell stories, um, mm. typically about life, mm. uh, that hopefully keep us from being bored to death. <laughs> of storytelling we believe in the power of uh, memory and the funny often educational edifying ways that memory can sometimes uh change the way we view a story Mm. um we think every story has the potential to reflect a little something about the human experience and uh can i get some responses from our listeners any callers and amen any callers (laughs) just i'm checking i'm refreshing gmail it's we want to hear from you. We want to be engaged with you. It doesn't have to be you send us an essay. It could just be a like. It could be um, a, a, a retweet or a share. On iTunes, maybe? A, fi- a five-star review. It could be you telling um, 
your coworker about us. Hand, um, hands down, the best thing you can do is tell your coworker about us. The cool ones, though. We don't like want to be misrepresented here. Like, yeah. we want um, JK. We'll take it. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell, if you want to prank someone, tell us. Tell them that our podcast is good, and then they'll go listen to it. <laughs> and realize it's not that good. I'm struggling to find the prank there because <laughs> it sounds like pretty much authentic. Should uh, we? Should we say? I feel like Ryan. We should say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays too. We want to be inclusive. This is <laughs> Happy Holy Days. Uh, this is Christmas Eve episode. It's Christmas kind of Eve. kind of a big deal. Some of you are listening Christmas Day probably while you're. Mm-hmm roasting chestnuts you've got hot cocoa and you're watching a hallmark movie Mm. called you know a christmas tree miracle where he owns a christmas tree farm (laughs) and she's a high-powered lawyer from the city she doesn't have time for love he's just getting out of jail because you know he his last girlfriend disappeared under opaque circumstances and it's it's love at first sight she goes to the christmas christmas tree farm he's got an axe who knows what he's gonna cut with it probably the tree i don't know though he gets weird is this an episode of dexter or (laughs) what i'm so sweaty right now it doesn't make any sense it's 30 degrees out um ryan it's christmas eve it's monday (laughs) merry christmas this is the the birth of the notorious god i'm trying to keep Christ and happy holidays. As it's been said. Wow. You are, you guys are pausing Christmas morning. You're not, you're pausing in the middle of opening presents. You're pulling on a Bluetooth speaker in the midst of your family and you're putting on this episode of Bar to Death. And I think that's just magical. I think it's it's magical. It's Spots last Christmas. Get, get him around the, the speaker too. He'll want to hear it. I said it. I meant it. I'm here to represent it. This is Christmas day. Yeah. Or Christmas Eve, depending on your when you're listening to this. Yeah, okay. and um, to celebrate Christmas, we're going to have Colin be our bard. He has a Christmas-themed story. I mm. don't know this story. Um, spoiler alert, you're in for a good one, because all I have seen is a picture that we're going to post on social <laughs> media, and it's it's the best picture I've seen all year, and the year's almost over, so that actually means something. Um <laughs> Unlike in in like eight days when I say it, and it just it's like a funny <laughs> joke. Um, but Colin, you're our bard. Do we need to know anything to be oriented for this story? Um, such as setting? Is it present day? Is it suburbia? Where is it? <laughs> Christmas Day, 2013. Not even circa. It's just Christmas Day, 2013. On the dot. Can identify it. I'm at. Uh, I'm in seminary. I'm doing graduate school. Um, a, what they call masters of divinity program at Duke divinity school. So I'd moved from Texas, kind of like rolled the dice. Um, I had like two weeks. We, we got to tell the story a different time of like that whole, the exodus from Texas. Cause that's an interesting story. But, mm-hmm. um, I like kind of, kind of unexpectedly, not full on unexpectation, but kind of unexpectedly left Texas, went to seminary and, um, and I, I tell all this to say that like, I'd really miss my family. Um, yeah. I have an amazing family. Ryan is like a brother to my brothers. He's like a son to my parents and he knows them very well. It's a very loud, uh, like joy, like a lot of laughter. Um, and I just like really missed my family. I was homesick for this first year. So this is the first Christmas break of, uh, graduate school, divinity school. And, um, so I went 
home to Texas. And, but before I left, like my brother, we're talking about like gifts, you know, and like what to get mom and what to get dad and this, that, and the other. And he, he keeps like dropping these hints about he's gotten, he's purchased these gifts that he's really excited to show us. And essentially he's- Which brother? Uh, Kenneth, my older brother. Old, older bro. Thank you. That's helpful. Yeah. My older brother, Kenneth, he's like dropping these hints that he's gotten these, he's got this amazing gift for everyone in my family. And he, he's essentially saying like, I'm going to win Christmas. <laughs> it's like, question, question. Sure, sure. Gifting in your family, is it- Mm-hmm. Um, super hyped up each year, like, oh, Ken always gets a crazy gift or like my dad gets me an, a practical gift and, and also a, you know, like a silly one. Um, sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, normal I think of like, like the, <laughs> the tool set year of like <laughs> 2010, my dad got me and my brother's tool sets. I actually was really excited about it cause I didn't have any tools and my older brother and younger brother just revolted and we're like, can we return it? And you give us money. Uh, <laughs> just like ungrateful. But I so we still joke about the tool sets to answer your question. It's mad hype. Like okay. my, my family goes really hard with the gifts. Sure. Um, and my wife is like, thinks it's the coolest thing. So she's like, gets excited every year for, um, Christmas with the bears nice. because, because of like how intense they just go hard with Christmas. So, um, I'll actually, this is a good time to name this. They go so hard with Christmas, Ryan, that my parents who are divorced spend <laughs> Christmas day together. Like the, yeah. my dad like comes to my mom's house, which is like kind of the gathering place. And they do the whole day together, which is like yeah. pretty so that we can all be together, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So kudos to them. All this, all this to say, Ken is super stoked about this, these gifts he's gotten us. And he's kind of said like, well, they're not like, you know, they're not the real gift that I got you guys, but they're like fun, you know? And he's like, so I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so I come down, you know, I fly, I fly in or actually that year I drove, I drove from North. It's a long drive. Yeah. It's are you, like, are um, you single at this point? I am. I am single. Like most of my life. Br- Brittany <laughs> just hears that outside your door right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not single in there. She's banging on the door. <laughs> so unlike her. It's unlocked. <laughs> So dumb. I love it. <laughs> it's unlocked. Why would you hurt? Th- why would you compromise the it's integrity just, of the door? It's about it. You got to put on a show. Um, so, <laughs> so I love it. You are single in 2015. Um, <laughs> okay, you don't need to nothing like. new. <laughs> yeah, it's 2013. Kind 2013. of a larger. Oh, sorry. Well, you were in 2015. This is the year. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez, <laughs> this is the year before I met. Brittany. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, and so I'm single. Four I, years before you actually, okay. she actually said yes to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So I drove down with my roommate, Paul, and it's like an 18-hour drive. Um, true story, I, I went back alone and did the drive by myself in one take. It was nuts. Oh, my gosh. It was, to use an infinite jest word, it was bats. Um, I'm not... That should be a story in itself because one yeah, it's pragmatic gonna, it's question. Gonna need to, it's going to need to be. Are you are you using water bottles? Like, are you, are you stopping? <laughs> like, I oh, I used one. Ga- I used a gallon. Yeah, an empty oh, gallon size thing. No, I posted no, a photo of it, which did not go well. <laughs> are, it wasn't like lemon lime Gatorade. Are you serious? No, I didn't think it was weird, and then it was like, oh, oh that's this so is that's illegal. I think. Yeah, I was like Kevin Spacey and Seven all of a sudden. <laughs> like oh I, my, that's. I was Kaiser Sose and had no idea. I had no say so 
in the fact that I was so sick. Okay. Well, That's I know what we're using for our social media posts for that week. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always go French with that? It's um, so long story short, we trek two day trek from North Carolina. We get back to Texas. It's like, I think it was my first time coming home since mm. I'd left, you know, in months, sure. which is like a big deal for me. And, yeah. um, I think at this point in time, I'm like 24, 25 and, um, super excited. Um, Christmas morning happens, you know, I get there a few days before we go through the whole rigmarole of Christmas and we're opening gifts and my brother's like so stoked about these, about this gift. And he like has one for every one of us. So like the way my family does it is it's like super intense. It takes forever. Like we like all get up, you know, like we separate all the gifts and the cards and this is just so first world. I'm like, I'm like hearing myself oh, yeah. as I'm saying like it takes for, I'm like complaining about how many gifts there are, which is so silly. <laughs> and we separate them all into like piles and everyone gets a pile. And if you're always trying to steal off someone else's pile to like, you know, joke around. <laughs> My dad's name is Kevin. My name's Colin, both with K's. So someone, oh, we always end up opening one of, you know, each other's presents <laughs> at some point because the handwriting's hard to read. And, Ken, it comes comes down to like this gift that Kenneth has like been stoked about, and he's like, we all have to open them at the same time. So everybody grabbed, and he holds up the wrapping paper. Everybody grab this gift off your pile, and so we all grab this gift, and we open this thing, and it is the best way I can describe it is it is the shirt that Dwight wears uh, at Jim and Pam's wedding, which <laughs> which is. Um, like a wolf. It's like a, the, it's like a twilight style, like Jacob, the werewolf, like a, with like lightning and like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the face. It's just a giant, like Walmart style t-shirt with like the face of a wolf. Salivating. Just staring majestically into like the Arctic. (laughs) Almost like, like very much like a nineties, (laughs) <laughs> truck truck seat cover or something. You know? <laughs> that's so that's exactly what it is. And I, all right, so I'm looking at the photo right now. Let me describe these t-shirts because there's a photo Please. of all of us wearing this. Carson, you all have I, different ones. Okay, we all have different ones, with the exception of Carson and my older brother Kenneth have the same one. They will start with theirs because they're on the ends of this photo. They're the bookends of this photo. Okay. They have a, it's like the, theirs is the biggest wolf. It's right up. You're right up there. You got gums. You mm. got salivation nation. Mm. You've got um, teeth, just like fangs. You've got these green eyes, right? All right. Now we're moving in one. Here's me. I've got, it's like kind of a smaller wolf's face, but still just as ferocious, Ryan. Um, the eyes are yellow, not as intense, you know, not as loud. Uh, you move in again. You see my dad on the other side. He, this is the one you were talking about. He's got the wolf. It's, you don't see the teeth. You don't see, uh, it's not salivating. You see a wolf, uh, on a cold night because you can mm. see his breath and he mm. is howling. He's and vaping. There's, he's vaping. He jewels. He's blowing mad clouds. He jewels. <laughs> and uh, there's like a moon in the background, and there's all these other wolves around it. And then at the center of this photo, you have my mom. So all of our T-shirts are like dark gray, with the exception of my mom. Mama bear. Mama bear. Mama wolf. 
Her shirt is white, Ryan. We're going Just, we're going ooh. to the Arctic for this yeah, one. Yeah, this and, is deep. And we deep north. we literally have the white wolf in the sun. Call of the wild. <laughs> and <clears throat> on uh Kevin, my dad, Lynn, my mom, and Kenneth, you can see that they are wearing these shirts over their like pajamas. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> they have like longer sleeve sure. shirts like coming out of this. It's hysterical. And it's so funny. Like we're losing it. We're taking photos. We're posting yeah. them. You know, we've like stopped. Oh my gosh. In the background of this, <laughs> I see the toolkits that my dad got. No. This was the toolkit year. I thought it, it was, was 2010. Year. It was 2013. So wow. this essentially neutralized the effect. The coolness of the wolf shirts neutralized the effect of the toolkits. <laughs> sure. Um, and we're, if we only think, you could live a life where you could wear one while using the other, just exactly drinking like a, a an old Milwaukee working on the the ninety seven <laughs> Toyota Corolla on exactly. the driveway, just a yeah. nice little Saturday. And you've got to yeah, like the tucked in jeans with the braided leather belt. Oh um, yeah, it's playing playing Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's brutal, and. um Dude, yeah, it's such a funny photo. We're gonna have to post this one. So that's amazing. Ken, Did he say where he got them? Like, is it? No. I guess my question is: Are these shirts meant to be ironic, or are they one hundred percent? Okay, they're not like like people want these shirts. I mean, some people might. There's nothing unironic about these in our interpretation. <laughs> this is Kenneth making fun of people who would want to buy this, right? And so my question is. Do you think the shirts were manufactured to be sold to you or to be sold to the people you're you're kind of poking fun at? Oh man. I don't know. In in this day and age, I really don't know. Um I'll say this too. So Kenneth had sent us some of the Amazon reviews of this t-shirt, which is like in the I forget if it was the description or one of the reviews. This guy basically talks about how you will immediately become uh, a ladies' man with this shirt. And the whole review is written like the Gummy Bears review. Like, it's totally ironic, but it's it's hysterical. And so he bought these as kind of like to just keep that joke kind of going, sure. I guess. What's the, the Gummy Bears review? Oh, someone someone did a review of like a 20-pound bag of the Harsbro. You could buy like a 10 or 15 or 20-pound <laughs> bag of Harsbro Gummy Bears. And apparently like... The running jokes now is like everybody talks about just how they got diarrhea from them, and oh. just like vivid detail. It's it's it's, it's hilarious. Oh you, my you go gosh! Um, so Kenneth gets us these shirts. We open them. We're like, oh, we we think it's the cool, the funniest thing, right? Because this is like what literally what Dwight Schrute like has. Yeah, and we're and we're matching, right? Sure. <clears throat> All right. Pause. Okay. S- sidebar um i don't remember if it was i think it was a couple years before 2013 we decided because we used to do like the big family like christmas meal do you guys do a christmas dinner ryan or something yeah it is like basically thanksgiving dinner light i just realized like it's always the turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and cranberry and all the it's like, I just realized, is that the same for everyone else's family? No. Oh. Oh, you guys do Lynn's to, mac and cheese. You're talking, to, you're talking to matching wolf shirts here, right? And steak. We just like decided that we eat. didn't like turkey one year. So we do steak 
on the grill, New York strip, and fettuccine Alfredo. Wow. And oh, sal- and good sal- and sal- heavens. Keep holy thy Sabbath. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not light, right? No. So, <laughs> so well, it's Texas, right? We're not going to- Wash it down with whole milk. And- I, I love it. We just decided, like, does anybody really like turkey, or is this just something we do as Americans? Turkey's great. No one raised their hand. I love turkey. We all abandoned it immediately. It's a nice, lean, dry, <laughs> gamey meat. No, 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 no. We're like, yeah. We are, um, yeah. So all this to say, we do this. We do this big meal. We do the Christmas meal. But around this time, maybe a few years before Ryan, we decided that because our Christmas morning, my mom does like a breakfast. She says like breakfast tacos. We've got cinnamon rolls going. We've got a blueberry peach cobbler crisp wow. with you know heavy. it's just yeah it's a heavy breakfast. I love it. So we just decided we're we don't do Christmas dinner on christmas day anymore because what ends up it's happening just, is we end up cooking and then my mom and i would say my mom and us but it, it's you i mean we always like mom. help her like quote unquote we help her but it's always like we're like the kids that are like really just <laughs> doing more harm than good <laughs> like we break just, a china plate you're helping until that hot tub water hits <laughs> you know a desirable temp a desirable 98 degrees <laughs> Nick cliche style um <laughs> so we uh no longer do christmas dinner on okay. christmas day uh listeners just hang with me i promise it's going to be worth it just Logistics. hang with me just hang with me and um <laughs> this is all integral to the story i promise so we decide a few years before christmas day we're going to go to the movies for dinner okay because they had opened that like studio movie grill oh, yeah. thing nice near stuff. us, which remember that was like kind of new, right, Ryan? Like to eat a meal while watching. Reserve movies. your seat and get a beer, and they yeah, wait. your guy like can't read your paper, so he interrupts the <laughs> climax of First Man, which is <laughs> you missed the key plot point, but that's yeah. fine because I got my pizza. Does he make it to the moon? Does he not? Um, Sorry, do you want mustard? <laughs> <laughs> he hits his head on the way out. So, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. So we, because then, you know, we're not having to cook and clean yeah. on, cause we're tired. We've, we've been up, we've been doing, you've been, we've been opening. doing gifts for five hours. We're, nobody wants to cook a meal. We want to nap and it's chill. True, true. So we, we are like, all right, we're going to do our like movie thing and then we'll do the big, you know, we'll spread it out. There's so much joy on Christmas Make it day. Last. It's, yeah, the the birth of our Lord. What's that quote from Just Friends? Would you like to join us in the celebration of the birth of our Lord? <laughs> it's the birth of our Lord and the year two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> Ryan, let's spread it out a little bit. Let's the season of Christmas is twelve days. Let's make it last a little bit. Sure. So we decide. We've heard about this movie that has Wolf in the title, and we know nothing about it. We've heard that Scorsese. Really? We've heard that Scorsese oh. has done. Some people say Scorsese. I never know how to pronounce it. Is it Scorsese or Scorsese? Um, the per, the connect. Oh, I don't know God. why I'm asking. I don't know why I'm I asking. Stuttered. You. I stuttered. <laughs> I was talking actually. Sidebar. I was talking with the speech pathologist student on Saturday. <laughs> she said, "You, know, she you was, were the student, right?" <laughs> <laughs> she said she was studying it, and I said, "Oh." I couldn't oh. say my R's when I was a kid. 
And she said, she says, yeah, that's not really what I do. (laughs) I hope like, I hope people who've had strokes and I was like, Oh, all right. (laughs) You don't help like Forrest Gump or. Yeah. Well, I have a girlfriend, so I'm not interested. (laughs) So back off. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) No, I will not make out with you. (laughs) Billy, Billy Madison. Go on with the chlorophyll. Okay. (laughs) If you can't tell, friends, Ryan just watched Billy Madison. He's going to hit me with a lot of Billy Madison quotes tonight. All right, Rye, stay with me. We're back. We're back. Wolf is in theaters. Wolf is in theaters. We've heard that Scorsese is doing a new movie with Leonardo DiCaprio that is going to secure him, drumroll please, the Academy Award. Spoiler alert, doesn't happen. Spoiler alert. Not as good a movie. It doesn't happen. Um, we can argue about the revenant later, though. Um, it's actually a good book. You should read it. Okay, so <laughs> we are going to not do Christmas dinner. We're going to do that the next day. So we decide we're going to go to the theater that does dinner, and there's no one there because it's Christmas Day and everybody's doing the dinner thing. So we go there. We go see the Wolf of Wall Street. Now. For those of you that haven't seen it or heard about it, which is probably nobody, this movie is really intense. Mm. It is like yeah. Wall Street uh, with like Gordon Gecko, like you know Michael Douglas. It is like Wall Street on steroids. Mm. It, it is intense. Suffice to say. Suffice to say. So we all roll, Ryan. We picked this movie so that we can. You guessed it. Wear our wolf T-shirts together. Got to got to do it. So we roll the bear family five deep. Man, the bear family wearing wolf shirts. It just feels wrong. Rolling five deep with these stupid, ridiculous shirts on as a family Mm. on Christmas Day. This is true. Into the Wolf of Wall Street. It's Studio Movie Grill. (laughs) And we think it's the greatest idea ever. Oh, sure. We think it's awesome because it's Scorsese. It's going to be an action movie. It's got Leo. It's going to be fun for the whole family. So, yeah, bring the kids <laughs> to Wolf of Wall Street. My, our friend Richard Innes, who you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, came Rich. with us. Shout out. He's like, family Christmas day at the movies with the bears? I'm in. He comes along. He doesn't know what we're seeing. He doesn't know that we're going to it's see Rich. Wolf of Wall Street. It's Rich. He just shows up. It's Richie Rich. That's, that's, that's a horrible a- nickname. <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard. Um, did not age well in the era of like white privilege. No, it, it did not. I hey, was thinking, Richie Rich. <laughs> I was thinking like the Macaulay Culkin movie. He's got the McDonald's in his house. Like the fun. Oh, movie. that's true. Yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> you remember that quote? Okay. That is a good movie. Yeah. Um, in second thought, don't really feel bad for that family. It's like <laughs> we're supposed to empathize with them. These Richie tortured- Rich is having a rough day. They're climbing on a Mount Rushmore of their own faces. (laughs) Humility, guys. Come on. Oh, this was... Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Uh, So Richard meets us at the movie theater. We pick him up or something. We're on our way there. Wolf shirts (laughs) are in full swing. He's like, what are we seeing, you guys? And we're like, we're going to see the new Scorsese movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. His face changes. He's like, we are? And we're like, yeah, dude, it's, it's Scorsese. What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, I think it's like pretty intense. And he's like looking around. He's like, I and my dad, I and my mom. He's like, guys, like, I don't know if this is like a family ordeal. Also, Lynn? what's up, also what's up with your shirts? Oh, <laughs> uh, you wish you had one. He's um, also wearing one, but just like on his own. 
It's like yeah, these, it's like a cat. You're making fun of him. <laughs> it's like a cat one. A kid, a lion. He's got it wrong. It's a pup. <laughs> it's like his wolf, but getting eaten by a bigger wolf. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just gonna let that joke. Breathe. All all the wolves ganged up on his wolf. <laughs> his wolf has an like an inhaler next to his body. <laughs> Just That's like, pretty good. like a TI 83 for wolves. <laughs> My calculator. <laughs> oh, it's so good. The old Texas instrument. <laughs> you, can just, you can just tell. Like, oh, wolves are just like people. <laughs> anyway, hey, Rich, how you doing? What do you oh, say about man. this? It's, it's a heavy movie. So, of course, we're like, yeah, whatever, Richard. Are you coming or not? So he rolls with, <laughs> so he rolls with us. And. Richard's a great family friend. We love Richard. Sure. And um, he's like normally around around with us on the holidays. It's like kind of a tradition to hang out with Rich yeah. on the uh, holidays. So he comes in. Um, for those of you that haven't seen it, I'd like to describe to you the opening scene of this film. Yeah. It is Leo, spoiler alert, doing cocaine mm-hmm. off of a stripper. Yeah, it's it's a quick, right? it's yeah, you just jump right in. You just yeah, it, it, this is the opening scene. So this is yeah. Christmas Day. Um me, my family, the matching shirts that are wolf shirts that are hit from Ken going to see the Wolf of Wall Street because we thought the pun would be rewarding. It really wasn't. Um and Richard we set Richard next to my mom. Mm. So he's sitting next Good. to my mom. <laughs> took the grenade yeah and he's everyone's uncomfortable 30 seconds into this movie regret just settles in absolutely uh the the feelings of christmas day have officially washed away um we really wish we had done the christmas dinner that night (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i remember at one point this this story sat so much heavier in your stomach that night than fettuccine steak would (laughs) have This caused far more issues. Yeah, and we're eating horrible things for our body. I mean, we ordered oh. like taco, you know, like oh. yeah, like the the, the movie black, theater tacos. Yeah, movie theater tacos with like popcorn and artificial butter. And Richard, I remember at one point I reached for my mom was holding the popcorn, and I reached for some, and our hands touched. Oh man. <laughs> It was like me, Richard, and my mom's hands all touched at one point over the popcorn. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't in a good part. It wasn't like, yeah, it was like a stripper part. And it was like... More strippers. I just remember feeling like, this is a mistake. <laughs> what is, what is, what is, uh, is it Gobe or Job from, uh, <laughs> from Arrested, Arrested Development? He continually throughout the show just says, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> It'll like the camera will just like zoom in on his face slowly. He'll be like in prison looking through the bars and be like, I've made a huge mistake. And that's just kind of how we all felt was I've made a huge mistake. That might need to be the title of this episode. I've made a huge mistake. And, um, it's just a bummer, man. (laughs) The whole Mm. experience was like, I'm watching the Wolf of Wall Street as a 24, maybe 23, 24 year old. Yeah. With my mom. Um, yeah, maybe 23. And my dad, who are divorced mm. and have come together 
to wear matching wolf shirts mm. and see the Wolf of Wall Street with their children, to see a film with their beloved fruit of their loins. Mm. And we're watching Leo do coke off a stripper. Yeah. And it was like... It was, a milestone. <laughs> it was a milestone. And uh, you could kind of like just hear it. Like, I think yeah. my older brother like let out a sound that was something along the lines of like, ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, slightly confused. Like, oh, like that's what this movie's about. And that goes on for, it's it's a long run time. What's the run sure. time on this film, right? Can we it's it almost up? three. I, I lo- Full disclosure, <laughs> I really enjoy this movie. Um <laughs> No, I think it's a Why, really, Ryan? Why do you enjoy this? <laughs> I think it's a really good movie, but it's a very long and uh, profane movie. It's horribly. It's a great, it's Scorsese, it's a great movie. It's hor- It's a celebration of white privilege. It's a parade. I of- wouldn't, see, This people got onto it because they thought it glorified a certain lifestyle. I don't think at any point in the movie we envy this character's life. Um Sure, sure, but there it can happen in storytelling to where you attempt to uh, critique something, and it can through the process of ironic glorification, and it can end up just sure inadvertently glorifying it. I think that I think that was like what people yeah. had trouble. I just googled runtime, and it literally okay. just says three hours. First thing that pops up says more than three hours. We what didn't. other film tell doesn't have a minute? After the hour, he made it exactly three hours. He knew what Good he was man. doing. He's 78. He knows what he wants to do. Um, is he 78? I have no idea. Oh, I thought you just said, I thought you just said Scorsese is 78 years old. Sorry. Yeah, I did, but I have, I have no idea if he's 78. Oh, okay. I just um, said that. So this is horribly unfortunate. This lasts for, this mistake sure. lasts for three hours. Richard is beyond one. uncomfortable sitting next to my mom. There's there's more popcorn reaches. I like popcorn. I'm a popcorn sure. fan. So unlimited. It happens a lot in the course of this three hours. Any questions? I'm going to pause here. Ask if there's any questions from Ryan. <laughs> there may not Dev- be. Devil's advocate. I'm trying to take a pulse on how awkward. So this is weird because I actually saw Wolf of Wall Street on this same day. I saw it on Christmas Day, 2013. You're kidding. Um. Nope. I made, I made it sound like it was this really original thing to go to the movies on Christmas Day. I guess it's not. It's probably pretty popular, right? I think some people do it, especially um, non-celebrating. Mm-hmm. But I celebrate. But um, I went with Heather and Rob. I celebrate privately. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Heather and Rob. So You're kidding. I remember it being awkward, but I also remember it being like, well, we're all adults, so at least this isn't so... It's not like my 16-year-old sister's here. Um well, my Did, eighteen my eighteen year old brother was there. My younger brother was there. Yeah, I guess I forgot we're younger in these stories. You're um, a sh- you're a shadow of a man at eighteen. That's true. That's true. And your mom. Yeah, you don't really want to watch. I'm in seminary, Ryan. Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. I'm I'm trying to really grip how awkward this. Must I'm back have been. home from divinity school. <laughs> it's just it's Jesus's birthday. It's, it's Even. <laughs> Even like a rabid atheist would be like, nah, Happy dude. Birthday, Jesus. <laughs> that's that stupid song. Oh, um, dude. It's even a non Christian would be like, we're not seeing Wolf of Wall Street on Christmas. It's yeah. Straight, it's just straight disrespectful. Ah, there's, there are, yeah, there's certain holidays you just avoid things like that on. Sure. Um, and so that's, that's what's happening. And it's bad. 
And I could stop the story there, and I feel like that's enough to just I let that be it. thought this was it. I will say, fast forward one year oh. to Christmas Day. Time warp. 2014. Brittany and I, maybe, maybe it's 2015. It's, it might be two years in the future. Um, but I think it's 2014. Brittany and I have started to date. Um, listeners, my wife, her name is Brittany. I was courting her, to use a classic word. Wow, that makes me sound like such a loser. Um, yeah. I thought you were going to bail me out with something there. No. <laughs> no, no. Okay. You're just, all right. So, and I was in the process of ensnaring the young <laughs> mayor in Brittany's, the field. Sorry. Brittany's film memory is different than mine. Sure. And that she will say most of the time, like I know every movie that I've seen and have not seen in my mm. head at all. Times. Sure. Spreadsheet up there all the I, time. I have a spreadsheet of every film I own. It's alphabetized. I'm constantly curating. I'm, I remember we used to just look run around town searching for uh, blockbusters as they were closing to just oh. build our collection. I still have fantasies about going into blockbusters that were, it was like a, <laughs> A dollar a Blu-ray. I, oh. I did not get enough, man. I didn't get enough. I messed Dude, up so it, bad. It honestly, as a kid, I think it's the clo- I think it's what adults because I was a kid when we would do that, and yeah. I think that's what adults feel like in, in Vegas. Is that feeling? It must of, be of just possibility. It is money. It's the candy store analogy for for adults. It's just if you're a cinephile. Yeah, and what makes it great is that you can't just take anything. Like, you want to spend 50 bucks, but that's 50 movies. So there's still selection and there's still discernment. You've, yeah, you've got the Book of Eli in your hand, but you're like, it's good, but is it great? And you're kind of having to like weigh, you know? Like, yeah, I love that. I love that your, moment so your much. Your cousin spoiled it for you already. You already know the outcome. Yeah. There's better Denzel movies. Of course. But you, you are definitely like willing to fight, you know, but the, the woman next it. to you for... for <laughs> For Crank Three, <laughs> you're like I don't love it, but they're down to nine copies, <laughs> and I feel like if I don't get it now, when I come back tomorrow, it'll be gone. Um, that's exactly right. So fast forward a year, I'm dating Brittany. We haven't been dating very long, and her film knowledge um, is such that she will most of the time say, "I haven't seen that movie." No matter what the movie is, she'll say, "I don't think I've seen that," and then we'll start watching it and. Usually like 10 minutes in, she'll say, oh, I remember this movie. I've seen this. And I wish I could say this is like one of those cute, whimsical moments where I'm like, I love my wife. I die inside (laughs) when that happens. Because I'm like, picking a movie to watch is like such an important, like, you know, like my friends know, like, it's such an, like, I just love it. I I love the process Mm -hmm. of picking a movie. And then when like, somebody realizes that they've, I don't know, like if even getting to like show a movie to somebody and like watch a movie with somebody that hasn't seen it. Oh, it's the best. That really excites me. And then, so like, I usually have that feeling with Brittany for 10 minutes that like I'm showing her something and sure. then she's like, Oh, I've seen this. This is boring or, or you know, or whatever. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> There's nothing she boring or- about saving private Ryan. <laughs> sure. She like justifiably points out legitimate, problems with office space middle class white men complaining and yeah like, well <laughs> damn it yeah it's it was funnier right. when i was 15 and let, let's just let it be funny <laughs> and um so she remembers with this quote unquote remembers with this film memory of hers 
that something funny happened with me and the Wolf of Wall Street. There was some funny moment in my film history with the Wolf of Wall Street. And Mm. she remembers this on Christmas Day Mm. with her family the next year Mm. when they are trying to pick a movie Uh, to, to watch together. You watch Four Christmases. It's not that good, but it's safe. Yeah. You watch Love Actually. Everybody cries. You're good to go. And she is like, oh, like she throws this out to her family. I don't even know if I'd met her family at this point. She's like, my boyfriend uh, saw Wolf of Wall Street. And that's like all she remembered. And they proceed, Ryan. (laughs) This is like the M. Night Shyamalan ending. They proceed then on Christmas Day, one year hence, to watch The Wolf of Wall Street with her family. She just remembered that the movie existed. (laughs) And that it was attached to her boyfriend in some way and some funny, silly thing happened with it. So therefore, her family will also have a funny, silly night of their own. (laughs) Yeah, there's white wine, there's caprese salads, it's going to be fun. It's like, it was like her, her mom, and her sister. So her, her her mom, and her sister, like the women in her family, their first perception of me, without having met me, was Leo doing coke (laughs) off a stripper. And then she says, she proceeds to say, oh yeah, I remember his whole family watched this while wearing (laughs) magic wolf shirts. Those sick, sick people. Oh, you can't write it. You people need Jesus. You cannot write it. This is... (laughs) (laughs) They didn't finish it. They didn't finish it. I don't think they did. No. This, just great first impressions. This combined with the story about you previously like meeting my dad as he's coming out of the bushes and you just drop at the F-bomb and... I should also say this story has not been told on the pod. When you like met my mom on the running trail and you had the a free birds oh, no, bur- no, burrito. No, no. I remember t-shirt. that shirt. Oh gosh. The ring- I can't even tell you what the shirt's uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we should say it. I was wearing a free t shirt that was uh <laughs> the report. about burritos and what did, what, what did you say in the last episode? The rapport was wanting. Was wanting. <laughs> I say it often about my own relationships in this world. Um, <laughs> wow, that is a story. I definitely thought it was going to end a few times. <laughs> I thought it was an like, inverted insult to my storytelling style. I really no, no, thought no, no, that no. story was going to end. I was hoping it was going to end eight times. No, it's like a Russian nesting doll. There's always one more. You're like, oh, it keeps going. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that's the end of the Russian nesting dolls. That is a fantastic story. Um, <laughs> it's true. I swear to you, it's all true. Do you, does your family laugh about this now? I mean, were they oh laughing about it? Were they laughing about it in real time or was it, was it like legitimate kind of post-traumatic? Like, oh, that was a mistake. Uh, the, the latter. Mm. It was a mistake. Okay. So, <laughs> so it I, took I, some time. I, I think, it, I think maybe later that night we were laughing about yeah. it, but it, in the moment it was, I mean, we're we're always too quick to joke. I mean, we were laughing and joking at, sure, sure, at sure. a funeral last weekend, <laughs> my grandfather's wow. funeral. Uh, rest in peace, uh, honestly. But that's how we. That's like a sign of honoring for like we love. We laugh yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. from crying. And we, I do remember us laughing a lot in that movie uh, for for the first probably hour of the three hour runtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think kind of like 
awkwardly like, laughing. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Nice. Yeah, I, I kept making that joke. Like, nice pick, Ken. Like, I would like, blame it on Ken. <laughs> nice shirts, Ken. Um, <laughs> but what I like about hilarious. it is that now when I think of Christmas and ho- really holidays, it's often like the obligatory celebration. It could be fireworks on 4th of July. It could be... Um, uh, cutting a cake on a birthday or opening presents on Christmas, the family's together, mm-hmm. but then there's oftentimes like an atomization. So mm-hmm. now it's time to go play with our, our gifts, which are screens these days more often than not. Mm-hmm. And, um, we don't actually, holidays aren't necessarily in contemporary times, occasions for families to come together. What I like about this mm-hmm. story is, um, granted it was a few years ago, uh, it seems like most of the experiences were was everyone kind of being present and mm-hmm. um, laughing about something kind of simple and not virtual necessarily and, and not kind of on their own. Um, so I'm wondering if, I guess, on, let's stick with Christmas because this is a Christmas-themed episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a great like Christmas participant. I'll like definitely disappear into my room for a, a bit and... <laughs> either read a book I got or, or kick a film. Um, and then actually not that spend that much time with my family. What's Christmas like in your house? Uh, even, even into this day, um, do you guys have a lot of these like kind of cool special moments together? Um, mm-hmm. is this a one-off? How, how do you kind of like view Christmas day in the bear household? Oh man, that's a great question. I kind of <laughs> envy it, you know, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> my family's awesome though. Oh, 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 I thought you meant, okay, (laughs) sorry. Um, It's almost like I gave you a speech about asking better questions before this episode. Um, (laughs) What was the last time? (laughs) That's that's a phenomenal question. Great job, uh, Ryan. (laughs) God, that's so patronizing. I'm sorry. And to the anonymous (laughs) listeners who complain that I don't ask questions enough. (laughs) The two men and one woman out there, I know, I I got that down. Don't worry, I didn't give them your names. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the exact opposite of of of, of what you described of atomization. Uh, yeah, where it's incredibly communal. It, it's nice. uh, too communal. It's it's um, no. It's <laughs> you not. wish you could disappear. We do. I think there's like a nap. There's usually like a nap that happens, and then we come back together in the evening, like a nap nice. in the afternoon or something. Like we kind of split up for a little bit, but yeah. it, it's not. Um, yeah, it's it's highly communal, and it's. Um, it was interesting to to take Brittany home. Um, for our first Christmas, uh, her first Texas Christmas and to see her react to it. It's because in her family, it's, it's very different. It's just different. It's different in every family. Sure. And for us to like get the whole family together, divorced parents included and open gifts together for hours and, and hang out and take photos. And there's like funny, there's always like, my dad is like, has an amazing sense of humor. There's always like silly, like stupid gifts. Like, you know, like he always gets us like kids, uh, gifts that like, uh, make us feel like kids again, honestly. Yeah. So like he, uh, I think, uh, that year got us these little, like, like just $10 like drones, which is mm. kind of, you know, they're like these little, like you just charge them on your phone and then you like sync up Bluetooth to your phone. You can fly these little drones around and they were horrible and they lasted <laughs> like 30 minutes. We crashed them all within 30 minutes, but like to just sit and say like, we're going to fly these little drone, these little cheap drones into each other's faces for 30 <laughs> minutes. That's, that's kind of like how I describe Christmas in my family. Nice. 
That's nice. <laughs> Drive the drone to the neighbor's dog. <laughs> um, no, that's cool. And I, I think... I think that has something to do with my brothers, too. Like, Yeah, I mean, probably with everyone, all, all five of you. I, your family does meals really well, and that's not a judgment on any other family that I've had a meal with or my own. I just... When I think of your family, I oftentimes think of eating dinner, like mm-hmm. coming together. You guys do that really well. Um, mm-hmm. And big laughs and like big stories. And um, I think about like presence generally. Um, it, it's not, you're not really chasing anyone to, or losing anyone to to phone or, or distraction. Everyone seems mm-hmm. generally interested in like, hey, this is like eating is a special time and it's only a special time if we make it though. So I always thought your family did uh, communal time really, really well. Um, and it's what I miss most Thanks, about man. not, not, not living close to them. Oh man, man, we miss We miss having you at the table. I think, uh, yeah, that's really well said. This isn't me bragging on myself. I mean, it's just me bragging on my family. Like it really, I think you're right. I, I, that's really interesting that that's like your outside perspective of it because is when I was younger, I was, I got, there was a few years where I was kind of annoyed with it, you know, like, mm. I was like, man, like I, I kind of want to, I, I don't know, but like the older I've gotten and, um, the, the older I've become, the more I appreciate it. I mean, it really like every meal with my family, it could be Christmas dinner, or I guess mm. in this case, the day after Christmas, or it could be Thanksgiving, or it could be, um, we're stopping at Whataburger for lunch mm. or whatever, or whatever, you know, it might be sandwiches or whatever. It always feels like the last meal. Nice. Uh, which, which sounds like forcefully, like I'm trying to like for, be forcefully poetic, but it, I don't know. It's just like, we kind of treat, you're right though. We kind of treat dinner, especially like it's our last, like we got coffee, we've got dessert. Mm-hmm. My dad is, you know, smoking a cigarette on the patio. We're going, we're, we're migrating out to the patio with, with drink in hand. We've got the caprese salad appetizer, <laughs> you know, it's like a three hour minimum yeah. thing, right? We're yeah. clean, we're bringing dishes into the kitchen. We're putting on, you know, you got to see this YouTube video and it's, it's even with screens. It's Decaf not on the pot. Exactly. Yeah. Decaf on the pot. Yeah, it's, one of us on the pot. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no, it's 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 always really special. You're the family at the restaurant. That's um, and not loud and annoying way, but like full. Let me like see just, your manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's pissed. No, there's always a guy. There's always like a couple, like a fifty something. Like both are really skinny, and they're always sitting near your family, and they're like. They've ne- they haven't smiled in a decade, and they're so mm-hmm. pissed that there's someone having fun. Your 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 family's <laughs> like the full table at like there's yeah again not it's not like the cackling table. It's just the full of life table, and I always mm-hmm. loved being a part of it. Thanks, man. Before I inevitably become the skinny turtleneck guy in the corner, <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's an eye doctor. Well, there's a lot going on here, and there's several different mini stories, um, and we've talked a little bit of about some different themes at play here. Any Anything else that you really think you took away from the story that maybe you're still learning from it? <laughs> For whatever reason, I have this stupid quote from Heavyweights from Kenan Thompson in my mind. Don't put Twinkies on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't reach in the popcorn when your mom's reaching in there. Yeah, yeah like just trivial things. But 
because every Christmas something like this happens that's funny and we mm-hmm. laugh about it. I, I don't know. Just just pay attention. I, I love what you said about presents. Um, yeah, that's just, what I see here. Yeah, just pay attention because you just don't know how many more of those. I mean, there's not going to be another one like that. Everyone is, you no. know. Yeah. Yeah, it's really true. And it's it's kind of like, yeah, it really is like that. Um, and it's like that with meals and it's like that with summers and vacations. And like, man, there are so few like repeats of the sense, like the same people and the similar time in everyone's life. Um, things really start to change 10x. I often try and pinpoint like the last moments before it all changed, which of course it didn't change overnight, but even in looking at some like videos from 2007 that I made with my friends at a mall, I was like, even that feels really small because we had like a single digital camera and no internet on our phones. And we, it was really grainy and terrible to edit and it never went anywhere (laughs) because YouTube was just becoming a thing. And so... I'm kind of grateful for our high school, early college years because I do. They do feel kind of like the last of um, a bygone mm-hmm. era, like wow, the last of the pre-internet um, or <laughs> pr- primitive internet. I don't know. Yeah, do Phones, remember? remember yeah. Did, I, did I tell you about when I got my first iPod, the first iPod on Christmas Day? No, that no. I, I used to have this bit, this like stand-up bit that was like. I spent zero time with my family that Christmas day because I got it and I immediately had to go import my entire CD library. <laughs> and Upload, remember how burn. slow it was? It took literally all day to do like 20 CDs. You had to burn a CD onto your computer and then you ran out of space. I mean, it was primitive. It was by a our nightmare. Standards. And this was like the, the this was like the... Um, the iPod that had the wheel with no clicks and no oh, buttons yeah. and had the four orange buttons, right? That like, with, yeah. and it was like, you can have 10,000 songs in your pocket, sign me up. And then you're literally 10,000 like, U2 songs, please. Thank you. <laughs> each one's, each one is vertigo. The worst one. <laughs> Uno. <laughs> I love that good, song actually. But there's Lord. a lot of, I have a lot of stories about that song. But um, yeah, it was like, one of the most isolating experiences of my life was to get an iPod because I felt like I immediately had to go get songs on it. And that took yeah. all day that I was just like, like what you said, like fiddling around with my gift, yeah. which I think was stolen like a week later. <laughs> like, of course it was. I, I spent, I spent like 42 man hours of my <laughs> CD library, Stop. importing my CD library. And it was just gone within just. days. Because I bragged ex- about it. I'm like, I got 10,000 songs in my pocket. <laughs> it was just swiped out of my locker so fast. You should, you should have said, I have 10,000 of my own songs on this in my pocket. And they're like, oh, I don't want that. Oh, oh that, that would have been, sw- been swiped faster. <laughs> keep it, keep it. <laughs> the weird chemistry teacher steals it. The weird male chemistry teacher steals it. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Oh, man. That's upsetting. Oh, man. I'm a fan. Oh. <laughs> No, it, it has something to do with technology, but then also we can still. Have, no, I'm, I'm not trying to be a luddite. I, I'm with you. No, of course we can still be present. We just have to maybe work a little harder. Um, well, I, I guess like ultimately, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm saying in really long form, like sermonizing way. I'm just trying to say uh, that's what I like about Christmas and the holidays is like you get you just get everyone just takes gets to just be present. Yeah. Not well, everyone not everyone does. Yeah, every, yeah, everyone has the opportunity to just slow down a little bit, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm just Christmas yeah, anyway. is, of the holidays are really great especially for that. Um mm-hmm. especially if it, it 
and that's why I always love when it's like co- uh, cold and dark and snowy out, which is kind of mm-hmm. rare. But um, it just even creates this more like Especially gather around Texas, the fire yeah. and and TVs are kind of like our fires these days on Christmas. You know, maybe you do put a, a Christmas story on or or um, you know, just friends, like a good Christmas movie. Yeah. And it's I think it's generally okay if if like the TV functions as the the communal magnet, right? If that's For our sure. virtual fire. I think we're, we are actually pretty good at being present around a television. Um, I know there's, that's like a almost oxymoron and it seems like a contradiction, but you know, there are like sporting events where I still feel like really communal when watching. Um, yeah, I think Chris, Christmas movies can kind of be like that on Christmas day. It's like a lazy in and out thing. People are bouncing in and out. I think any movie can be like that. If you watch sure. it with people. Yeah. yeah. And you're open to like chatting and commenting and laughing and stuff, obviously mm-hmm. not in a theater, but. Um, well, no, and I think, I think, um, dude, I remember this one Christmas day, like just one last quick story when I was a kid, it was like one of my, like one of those memories as a kid, you, you know, you're like, you start losing your memories or whatever. Yeah. That's why I still have this one. I was really, really young and it was like Christmas day, if I remember correctly. And like you said about being cold and snowy, like that doesn't happen where, right. you know, in South Texas, it just doesn't. But one Christmas day it did and everything froze and this is way before screens. I think my, I think the gift I, I remember playing with like a, a Buzz Lightyear. Like that's mm. like what I remember. So I, it was like, you know, that was like Toy Story 1. And um, my dad took us out. We lived, we lived at the time on this golf course and he took us out to, um, I just thought of Happy Gilmore, the ninth green at nine. No, I'm <laughs> he took us out to the, the hill uh, which was, you know, frozen and everyone had like, cause we didn't have sleds or toboggans or anything mm-hmm. cause we didn't need them, but everyone had these like giant Tupperware bins <laughs> and we were sledding on this hill of this golf course. And I had never sled in my life. Wow. None of us had, I, I don't think. And everything was shut down where, you know, it was like, it lasted for days and it was like, I just, and like, I remember like coming home and maybe the power was out and you know, we had the fire, the wood burning fireplace going and it was like, you know, my parents were still together at this time, but it was more than that. It was just kind of like part of, part of it has to do with like, this is just before you start, you're a teenager and you start trying to tear Mm -hmm. off from your family around the holiday, you know, and you, you're just like, I really felt otherworldly to me. Mm. It's like the best way I can describe it that like that this just sounds so annoyingly I don't know, like esoteric, but like that felt like another universe mm. of like sledding for the first time on this mm. hill with my brothers and my kid brother, my you know, my younger brother was so young and, and my dad. And it was like I don't know. It was just like one of my favorite, just random kind of Christmas memories. Cause that just doesn't, you know I mean? Like that type of weather is a fluke. Yeah. And, and to have that and experience like the winter Christmas, it was like 70 degrees last Christmas in Texas. It, was, it, wasn't I know, cold it, at it all. kind of ruins it. Anyway, Not really, but it, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. No, that's cool. Yeah. It was, a, it was very communal. The whole neighborhood came out. Sean Schneider was there. Schneider was like the cool older kid on the block. Sure. He was the Brian. <laughs> he was the longboarder at the time. <laughs> he was. He was. He might he have been a, Brian. He had a cat that like clawed my face once. And I was like, <laughs> I'm never getting a cat. But then I was like, well, Sean owns one. So I could probably have one. <laughs> Schneider. We got to look up Sean Schneider. He burnt, he burnt my first tape for me. 
My wow. first cassette tape. It's a lot cooler than I thought. Isn't that awesome? We gotta find. It was Sean. like a, it was like a, a Counting Crows tape or something. Anyway, um, all the he was cool there. kids from all our stories. Are the Andrews hanging out, dude. The Andrews, Hillary, Claire, Sarah, Andrews were all there on the hill doing this. I mean, because they lived on, right up yeah. the road. Anyway. It was incredibly communal. Uh, that's experience. a nice. Um, I like that. That's a nice little uh, chaser to your your main story. Um, yeah, it's a Merry I, Christmas. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great story. I hope. I hope our listeners are cozy wherever they are, and maybe you're on a um, plane. Yeah, and and maybe as you're listening to this, I'll be, I'll be I, flying Christmas Day. Um. Yeah. Well, I think I'm probably going to re-listen to this. I'm going to try and use this as a kind of a catalyst to be more present uh, throughout the holidays. Ooh, I like it. And. Again, not to demonize screens. I'll spend plenty of time watching movies, etc. But um, Brian, I'm going to figure out how to be present and avoid technology by pulling this up on my podcast app, subscribing, <laughs> giving it a five star review, P- putting then, headphones in my ears, and then listening to my screen. <laughs> yeah. Um, any any closing thoughts besides Merry- that remark? <laughs> Merry Christmas, buddy. That's all I got. Yeah. Man, it always comes so soon. I, I always like having Christmas ahead of us because it's it's waiting for you. But I, I always I always wish it would just the Christmas season, the buildup would last a little longer. Um, I know, but fortunately, there's always a, another one each year. So, um, Merry Christmas, listeners! Happy holidays if uh, that's not your jam. Um, thank you so much for listening. I think this is our longest episode yet. Oh, do we want to plug this? Uh, we've got one more episode in 2018. We. Do not take weeks off here at Bar to Death. We don't. We refuse to. Listeners, next week, the final episode, the New Year's Eve episode. We're excited about it of 2018. Come join us. We'll be back next Monday with a fresh story that you won't want to miss. So don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or our website, bardtodeath.com. And if you're really vibing us, consider writing us a review in the iTunes store. Have a story of your own that you'd like to share with Ryan and I? Email it to us at connect at bardtodeath.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Our outro music is graciously provided by Ryan's band, We Are Tall Boys. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. Until next time, we hope our story in some way helps you find the humor, beauty, and truth in your own story. I'm Colin Apshabair, and this has been Barred to Death. There's war and there's nature. Hey